Welcome to Conversations, a podcast by Christ Presbyterian Church of Auburn, where we get to sit down and have a conversation with our pastor, Eric Zellner, and learn how God's Word applies to our lives. Welcome back to Conversations. Uh, we're so glad you're listening. We're still on our, I mean, we're, thankfully, we're still on our series. It would be pretty bad if we <laughs> stopped off. But uh, I'm sitting here with Pastor Zellner. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, but we have started about two uh, episodes ago. We started going through the Fruit of the Spirit. So if you haven't listened into the past two, I would really recommend you kind of go back and listen. They're really important to kind of follow in order, I would say, and especially yeah. the first episode we, we did, we, we did a lot of introduction. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Pastor Zellner, if you would like to read the, the verse of the sure. fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, we're, so Galatians 5.22 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And then he goes on to say, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Um, and so the one that we want to focus on today is the is the issue of patience. And we are separating this uh, as we did love by itself. We did joy and peace by itself. We, I, I, I believe that patience fits best uh, by itself. And next time we'll, we'll try to tackle kindness and goodness together uh, in one episode. But the issue of patience, I think, is where we'll start today. Uh, Will and I always talk offline and kind of think through how to best approach this. And it seems to me that uh, as it as it relates to God, that's one aspect of patience. And then as it relates to man, in other words, how we how we address others uh, around us. So, Will, I, I think I would just start by saying I really do when <laughs> when we're talking about this and reading this particular passage. If I sit very long on the matter of patience, um, I'm pretty quickly reminded it, it, it should probably be somebody else who's talking about this. I, I don't think I'm a really very patient person. And that is, that's not only by sin nature disposition, but it's also, um, this is one of the areas that I go, I don't, I don't know that I see a ton of growth in my heart. Um, I'm sure there is, and I give thanks to God for that, but it's one of those areas that can really, um, be discouraging for me. And so I, I would love to begin with patience as it relates to God. Is that a good spot for you? That would be perfect. Okay, great. Let's uh, let's talk about this. One of the things that that stands out to me when it comes to patience as it pertains to God is it is really we're really dealing with a, a posture of learning to believe that God is good, learning to trust that the circumstances that he's given me, and the timing of the circumstances that he's given me is exactly uh, right. In other words, that he knows better than I know. Um, and so to to grow in patience as it pertains to our Godward direction, it seems to me that it's really an evidence of an inner faith. To have, to have a, a, a genuine humble belief um, that I can trust the Lord and that I can pause and sit and wait for him. As we were talking, getting ready for this podcast, I was 
just struck and reminded by the number of times in, in the Psalms and even in the prophets where God's people are instructed to wait upon the Lord, to wait upon the Lord, and to wait upon the Lord. And you mentioned one in Exodus, too. Why don't you mention that? No, yes. Um, when God's people are at the Red Sea and they can't pass it, and so mm -hmm. God, in splitting the Red Sea right beforehand while the Egyptians are coming down, mm -hmm. he says, be still. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There, so there's this moment of the most intense pressure possible. The enemy is pursuing them, and they, they are, are very much hemmed in behind them by their enemy, and in front of them is a is a giant uh, uh, water body water body of water, and so he says, "Be still," which is very akin to simply watch, simply wait, simply trust me, simply be patient, simply believe me to do what I what I promise I'll do. Um, and so, Will, this is where I find so much uh, challenge is that uh, it, it is really hard in my circumstances or maybe in some of our listeners' circumstances to pause in the midst of events that I don't like. Maybe, you know, maybe it's financial. Maybe it's by way of loss and grief, um, by way of, uh, well, I, I would like to be married. I'm not married. I would like a, a, a guy to notice me. He's not noticing me. Um, I would like... Um, my church or my school or something else to be better or different. Um, there's a measure of patience that's involved in all of those things. You had a quote from Spurgeon that I thought was really helpful. Yes. He says, we too can be patient under our trials for the Lord allows them. He is ruling in all their circumstances. He is blessing us by them. He is waiting to end them and he is pledged to bring us through them. And then he continues and he says, will we argue with that which blesses us? Will we complain when the end of our trouble is so near and so blessed? He says, no, we see that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy, and therefore we will be patient. Hmm. Well, you know, the thing that strikes me about that quote is the, is the reminder that, that we are called to be patient simply because in the middle of the circumstances that we're facing, the Lord is in fact doing something of blessing for us. Um, if I'm sitting at the car repair shop and I find out I've, it's $1,000 to repair this car, um, I, I don't feel as if I'm being blessed in the midst of those circumstances. And yet, uh, a matter of faith, believing God, means that even in that moment, I've, I've got to trust the Lord that the circumstances that he's given to me are for my blessing. But then the other part that he points out is that it's actually near to its end. Um, and, of course, that's um, not measured by our parameters, but really by God's, that, that all of these circumstances are being worked out, and they're, and they're close at hand. And then that last part, that this is a compassionate Father who's actually doing something good for us. It's a, it's a challenge in that way. Yeah, I, I was just like reading that. I'm so struck by the fact right now I'm studying for the CPA, mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. four months studying all day yeah and i want to be like have patience have patience but a mm -hmm. lot of times i give myself patience by my own ability yeah like oh i'm you know i'm i may be in the smarter end i can mm -hmm. i'll pass it i'll be fine my own ability yeah. but whereas i should be reminding myself that 
God has compassion, that God is merciful. You know, I may not pass. Right. And yeah. that's not why I should have patience because I think I'll pass, mm-hmm. but I should have patience because the Lord is merciful. Because the Lord's merciful and he's, yeah, he's going to do good for you and bless you um, in the midst of that. Yeah, I think it's a great, it's a great point. Um, other, other thoughts or comments related to uh, this as a, as a direction of inner faith towards the Lord. Yeah, um, Augustine says, actually, you said this first while we were talking beforehand, so <laughs> it definitely need to be noted, but you talked about how, uh, if you want to just say it. No, you should say okay, it. It's, okay. I, I, John Calvin stole something from yeah, me. Yeah, I, I know. You said it first. 500 years ago. We found out John Calvin said it, but mm-hmm. you said that uh, patience is an outer evidence of an inward faith. And mm-hmm. You kind of talked about that a little bit before, but yeah. Um, Calvin uh, says patience is the fruit and evidence of faith. Yeah. And so it's just so important that our assurance of God's mercy and his goodness mm. provides us patience. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. The, the thing that strikes me about the way Calvin says that is he's also putting it back in the context of of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5. I mean, that these are fruits that the Spirit has wrought in us. What is the fruit that God has wrought in us? It is faith. And then these are the outworkings. These are the fruits of that faith of the work of that spirit. Um, it's a great. It's a great reminder. This is a something that will be a lifetime of growth in. I, I think our listeners, uh, you know, depending on your age, depending on your time of walking with Christ, you you will see greater or lesser successes in this in this realm. Uh, I do think there's something of um, when it when it comes to the the second one. All right, there's people who it would appear that they have this part mastered, and that can be an issue of disposition. So like if we've talked about how it relates to God, we can also talk about patience as a matter that relates to man. Um, and, you know, I, I used um, John Stott. I was looking at one of his quotes on this, actually, and and he makes the point that, that patience is long-suffering towards those who aggravate or persecute. Um, that's entirely manward. Right. And, you know, there are, there are personalities that are just more uh, docile, more um, calm, less argumentative uh, than others. And so I think, you know, there it is possible for someone to appear outwardly to be patient, but inwardly be stewing. And so we need to we need to recognize that even as we begin to talk about uh patience as it's evidence in our relationship with other people, it, it never is divorced from how it relates to God, right? So even if a person annoys you, but you're, you're calmly able to hold your tongue, there's still an inner battle between the flesh and the spirit going on that makes you think, well, um, it appears outwardly that this person is very patient, but they're still having to do battle with God. I, I was reading some uh, uh, Calvin's commentaries on Luke 1 and 2, and he talks about how Mary, um, how the faith that she proceeds in her song mm-hmm. of um, being faithful to the Lord and praising the Lord, mm-hmm. how that is purely based on her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's so easy for hypocrites to, to say the same thing, and yet mm-hmm. we would have no idea. Yeah. Um, and then he mm-hmm. proceeds to say that no one is perfect in this. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's well, that's an important thing to mentioned concerning Mary at that time. The, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the nature of this is that they're out of the overflow of our hearts, as Jesus the mouth will speak. So um, those of us who are a little more high-strung or maybe even more um, prone to 
to talking rather than learning to shut our mouths, we may, you know, we may find that the outward fruit is not quite so um, well handled. But it, my point in saying that is, is even for our direction with people, it still relates to how we're, what we're processing and thinking about the Lord, right? Has, is the person in front of me um, bothering me? Is the, are they frustrating me? And am I having to bear with them? Well, it's actually because behind that, uh, I have to learn to believe that the Lord has put them in this place at this time, at this moment. Uh, one of the guys that I enjoy using is Philip Ryken, who's now the the uh, pastor. Well, he's, excuse me, he's now the president of Wheaton College, and he wrote a commentary on Galatians where he says, "Patience is long suffering in the face of hardship. It's the ability to endure through adversity." Uh, then he says, a, "A patient person has a slow fuse." He or she is steadfast and persistent, willing to suffer aggravation or even persecution without complaint. Well, um, I think the uh, the patient person having a long fuse is by virtue of God teaching that person to trust them, to trust him and to believe him, to know that he will take care of them and bless them, uh, even in the midst of issues that seem to be really hard to comprehend. So I think the place where I'd love for us to kind of bring this back and land the plane is that when we talk about the fruit of the spirit, we're always talking about something which is, which is growing in, in every true believer. Love has a direction, which is Godward and manward. Uh, joy and peace, as we talked about last time, has a little bit more of a, of a direction Godward. Uh, patience really must begin with a Godward posture. That is, an outer evidence of an inner faith that God is um, is present and taking care of you, and then um, and then that flows directionally towards other people. That because throughout our day, uh, people are a part of our circumstances. Uh, people are a part of our lives, and so our ability to exude patience with them uh, flows from our our growing to believe that God is good to us. More importantly, we close with this. We are, we are called to learn patience because patience is a descriptor of who God is towards us. God describes himself in Exodus as slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Um, and so this concept of being slow to anger is a concept of being patient with sinners. Uh, Peter picks up the same thing. People will say, "Where's God? He hasn't. Jesus hasn't returned. Uh, where is this this Christ that you serve?" And he reminds us that God is patient, not willing that any should perish. Um, and so, I, I think we recognize with all of the fruits of the Spirit, they are fruits that flow from the Spirit, and the Spirit is God. Uh, and so, we learn to emulate those things because this is how God has treated us. Well, that was really good. Good. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Will. you so much. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening.